Mildred Lawson, Chapter Ten of Celibates by George Moore. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by James Carson. The sea was calm and full of old-fashioned brigs and barks. She watched them growing small, like pictures floating between a green sea and a mauve sky, and then was surprised to see the white cliffs so near, and the blowing woodland was welcome after the treeless French plain. Harold was to meet her at Victoria, and when she had answered his questions regarding the crossing, and they had taken their seats in the suburban train, he said, "'You're looking a little tired. You've been overdoing it.' "'Yes, I've been working pretty hard,' she said, and the conversation paused. The trap was waiting for them at the station, and when they got in, Mildred said, "'I wonder what there will be for dinner.' I think there is boiled salmon and a roast leg of mutton. Will that suit you? Well, said Mildred, isn't that taking a somewhat sudden leap? Leap where? Why, into England. I should have thought that some sort of dish, a roast chicken or a boiled chicken, would have been a pas de calais kind of dish. You shall have roast chicken tomorrow, or would you like them boiled? I don't mind, said Mildred, more disappointed at the failure of a joke than at the too substantial fare that awaited her. Poor Harold, she thought, is the best of fellows, but like all of them, he can't see a joke. The cooking I can alter, but he'll always remain boiled and roast leg of mutton. But though with little sense of humor, Harold was not as dense as Mildred thought. He saw that her spirits were forced, that she was in ill health and required a long rest. So he was not surprised to hear in the morning that she was too tired to come down to breakfast. She had a cup of tea in her room, and when she came down to the dining-room she turned from the breakfast table. She could touch nothing, and went out of doors to see what kind of day it was. The skies were grey and lowering. The little avenue that led to the gate was full of dead leaves. They fluttered down from the branches. The lawn was soaked, and the few flowers that remained were pale and worn. A sense of death and desolation pervaded the damp, moist air. Mildred felt sorrow mounting in her throat, and a sense of dread, occasioned by the sudden showering of a bough, caused her to burst into tears. She had no strength left. She felt that she was going to be ill, and trembled lest she should die. To die, and she so young. No, she would live, she would succeed. But to do that she must take more care of her health. She would eat no more bonbons. She threw the box away, and conquering her repugnance to butcher's meat, she finished a chop and drank a couple of glasses of wine for lunch. The food did her good, and she determined to take a long rest. For a month she would do nothing but rest. She would not think of painting. She would not even draw on the blotting-pad. Rest was what she wanted, and there was no better place to rest than Sutton. If it weren't so dull, she sighed and looked out on the wet lawn. No one would call. No one knew she had come home. Was it wise for her to venture out? and on such a day. She felt that it was not, and immediately after ordered the trap. 
She went to call on some friends. If they would allow her to bring Mabel back to dinner, it would be nice. She could show Mabel her dresses and tell her about Paris. But Mabel was staying with friends in London. This was very disappointing, but determined to see someone, Mildred went a long way in search of a girl who used to bore her dreadfully. But she too was out. Coming home, Mildred was caught in the rain. The exertion of changing her clothes had exhausted her, and sitting in the warmth of the drawing-room fire, she grew fainter and fainter. The footman brought in the lamp. She got up in some vague intention of fetching a book, but as she crossed the room she fell full length along the floor. End of Mildred Lawson, Chapter 10 Recording by James Carson